Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report for Tuesday the 1st of March. I'm Charles Firth and with me are Alexa Vulovich. Hello. And welcome back, <gasps> Dom Knight. Hello, happy March. Yes, oh. I'm here for autumn and the onset of things being cold and miserable. That's my season. <laughs> we we had assumed you died. I'm still not convinced this isn't pre-recorded. It was a last minute, um, I, I'm at liberty to reveal now, it was a last minute undercover mission to try and avert war in Ukraine. Ah, how did failed. You, wait, how did you go? <laughs> well, it, look, give me time, right? It hasn't <laughs> gone well so far, but I like to think I put a few... Uh, ideas in train over there that uh, that will bear fruit. I mean, for instance, they didn't know how to make Molotov cocktails until oh. I went there and just passed around some leaflets, mm. and I, I think it's going to go well. Mm. Well, Zelensky is a comedian, and uh, you know maybe you know this underground network of comedians. Square Russian uh, soldiers with water coming out of like a little <laughs> little bow tie. Yeah, and actually that whole um, fuck off Russian warship that was one of mine. Mm. Um, oh. Well, actually, as part of this whole Russia conflict, a uh, bit of big news uh, on the Chaser website, which That's is... so rarely true. That what, what happened? <laughs> on Friday, at the height of the, all the conflict, uh, we published an article calling Putin a fucking idiot. You know, a few <laughs> hours later, our website went down. It was down for about four hours. Oh, We were hacked. We were hacked. Having been here... Can I applaud you for your bravery? I mean, uh, just to call, without even any any wit, yeah. just going, he's a fucking idiot. Thank goodness someone finally said it, eh? Yeah. It was it was possibly the least witty article I think we've ever published. But, but it's how we were all feeling. That was just basically, I, that, mm. I wanted to call him a fuckwit. I didn't yeah. have the, the guts to do it. The chasers stood alone in the world's yeah. media. But the, the funny thing is that um, the reason why uh, the website crashed was not actually that we'd been hacked <laughs> by Russia, but it appears that it, it, it became very quickly the most successful article we've ever had in the US. Oh, my God. Right? Like our least witty, least funny article is just going, <laughs> oh, you fucking idiot. <laughs> and so, and America goes, oh, that's, that's searing, what, brilliant why political did we, comedy. Why didn't we think of that? <laughs> oh, my God. This, Have you this, heard about Jon Stewart from yeah. Sydney? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, we, we like to think that we, we, we've done our little bit in this um, mm. some I've got a he, I've got a headline for today. Oh, yeah, yeah, go on. Zelensky is a fucking legend. Oh. It's not satirical, yes. but I reckon the US will go for it. Uh, I think, you know, we can't run that sort of article, Dom. It'll just crash oh. our website. It'll be <laughs> the world's too not popular. ready. It's too, too searing. Yeah. <laughs> right. coming, up, coming up on the show, we are talking about nuclear war Woo. Uh, because we're getting very close to that. And uh, Lachlan's going to come in uh, because we had a bit of a, a bet in our workplace. And, um, well, he's just going to update you on whether <gasps> everyone won. Oh, I hope so. Or everyone lost a lot of money. Can I just ask, is where Gabby, is she in a bunker because of the nuclear war? Gabby's at the Adelaide Fringe Festival. If you're oh, in Adelaide... So she is uh, in a bunker. Pretty much the same thing, yeah. yeah. Who's going to bomb that place? Yeah, no, exactly. She, <laughs> she's gone to ground by <laughs> hiding in plain sight. <laughs> okay, that's all coming up. But first of all, let's go to Rebecca Dana Minow in the Chaser Newsroom. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a It's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. 
That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. The world has taken a wistful look back to a month ago when the worst problem it was facing was a deadly killer virus instead of a nuclear war. The changing global attention has resulted in social media experts around the globe transitioning from their work as self-declared virology experts to embrace new identities as experts on international geopolitical conflict. Josh Frydenberg has announced he is launching his own GoFundMe campaign in order to get the budget back into a surplus. Inspired by Dutton's decision to crowdfund emergency flood relief, Frydenberg hopes he can raise enough money to earn back the $60 billion he lost at the small cost of seven and a half grand per Australian household. Peacekeeper and altruist Vladimir Putin has been horrified to learn the identity of the person behind ordering the attacks on Ukraine was none other than Vladimir Putin. Putin has since demanded justice and condemned Putin's actions, stating that if Putin doesn't put an end to his terror, Putin would have no other option than to shirtfront him. That's the latest headlines from the Chaser Newsroom. I'm Rebecca Dayunamuno, and you can donate to my GoFundMe at gofundme.com slash softserves for Chaser interns. So, Alexa, the world is now on the brink of nuclear war. Yeah, yeah, it's terrifying. Um, I've been watching Preppers recently and all these other shows. They're not as funny anymore. I feel like these are very clever people, and I've been missing out for years. Yeah, no, it's freaky. Um, it started started yesterday. Um, the thing I thought would never happen because um, we've been sanctioning Russia uh, for their aggression in Ukraine. And I always thought the Reserve Bank was kind of off limits. It's this kind of tradition internationally that, you know, they're kind of autonomous <laughs> from the nation. Mm. But um, we went and um, sanctioned the Reserve Bank, which is $630 billion of, like, like a stockpile that the Russians had for, for a rainy day. And now they don't get it, um, which... Well, so they've, they've taken all of Russia's reserve. They've frozen all of Russia's yeah. reserves. Yeah, so usually, wow. like, yeah, reserves are held in foreign currencies, um, mm. which means a lot of powers actually have this leeway, um, but it's never used. Like, it's mm. never been done before for a <laughs> nuclear-armed country. Yeah, very, very so how does how does during. banking take us to nuclear war? Because it doesn't. Well, it sounds inconvenient, right? Like when banks are closed, mm. it's not the brink of disaster. It's just okay. Your pay runs a little bit late. You, a few billion dollars are held mm. up in your overseas funds. Like, how do we get from that to we're about to launch nuclear missiles? We've got um, what's he called? Sonny Kapoor, the finance minister in the Nordic Institute of Finance, said um, freezing um, central bank assets is. A nuclear bomb in the world of finance. It kind of. Uh, that's right. a big disclaimer. Can I just say, <laughs> in the world of finance, yeah, yeah. like uh, this, like this was a really great party in the world of finance. So, so wait a minute, wait a minute. Good party is is uh, is Putin threatening the world with metaphorical nuclear bombs? Yeah, is yeah, that right. what's going on here? <laughs> well, I'll do the uh, nuclear bomb in yeah. the world of Kanye and <laughs> relations now. So Putin responded with this really fucked up speech. Um, he just said. Their nukes are going to be in a special mode of combat duty, which, I mean, sounds terrifying. Essentially, I, I did a bit of research. Um, it turns out in peacetime, 
these things can't actually fire. There's like the circuits kind of broken. Oh. Yeah. And so what he's done is um, made it so they can. So like essentially they're, wait, they're on alert for something to happen and then nukes can, right. can be so sent out. It's taken out all the circuit breakers. Yeah. And, and so like... So, I mean, at the moment, it's, it's still... It's turned off the safeties of, yeah, the, uh, of the guns. guns yeah. yeah, There wow. was a kill so switch that disabled the other kill switch. Right. <laughs> exactly. And, um, and so I was, like, looking it up, and Princeton University did this, like, nuclear war simulation. It turns out everyone dies. Like, unquestionably, <laughs> we're all gone. <laughs> um, and so, I don't know, it's, it's completely terrifying. But just, is that true of Australia? Like... Yeah. Like, oh, apparently, why? Yeah, I don't know. It, like, you, you see... The way in which it spreads, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but wouldn't they just bomb? Too. Wouldn't they just bomb Pine Gap? Like I've always thought. Mm. Well, you know, nuclear war. It would be bad. Like everyone would die. Except, I don't see why you'd you'd bomb. Like you'd bomb Pine Gap, mm, but, but then not. the rest of the place, you go. Well, 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 well why well, would you, know, you the waste? only the only comment that Putin, I think, has it really ever made about Australia? I think he might have been here <laughs> mm. for APEC and someone asked him, oh, how are you liking Australia? You know, whatever. Mm. His response quite famously was, I never think of Australia. <laughs> <laughs> um, exactly. Which is very, I mean, very reassuring. It's, it sounded uh, supercilious I mean, at the time, but I'm, I'm clean to that. Uh, especially if you're like Gabby and you're in Adelaide. Oh. Like, I, I just think there's just no that's, possibility that that's going to come up on any map in terms of where someone should throw but like no, it's, it's just true. a waste it's, of a bomb it's it's the I, city that no australians think about in the country that putin doesn't <laughs> think about it's <laughs> i mean i'm really so. annoyed because um for all these decades i didn't enjoy the fact that the, the sort of f- f- firing pin wasn't in the weapon. Yeah, so I didn't even know. I thought they were ready to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been stressed about this for most of my life, right? <laughs> I didn't have have the few years of going, oh, well, they, they've been disabled. It's fine. It's not going to happen. But I'll tell you what, um, Alex and Charles, I think this is going to be okay because the war is, is almost over. Oh. Oh, what? Really? Ha- haven't you heard yesterday, mm. uh, New South Wales Treasurer and uh, former guest on the show, Matt Keane, announced that New South Wales is divesting itself of $75 million in <laughs> Russian assets. I think Putin can't go oh, on yeah. without New God. South Wales on board. Quaking well, we all, put up, we all put up a fight to make it happen. I think we can thank each and every one of us for pressuring New South Wales into ending this once and for all. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. The Chaser Report. News you know you can't trust. So Lachlan is in. Hello. Lachlan, you've got a bit of a complaint about... uh, the bet that we did on Friday. I mean, I, I always have complaints when I come on the podcast. I don't like to say anything positive when I'm here. Uh, yeah, we, we, we started a work tipping comp, uh, as you'd mm. all be aware, mm. on mm. Friday. Because mm. we don't. it's not that you know, we, we, we are big gamblers, any of us. Um, but Charles comes <laughs> into the office last Friday mm. and says, Guys, I have a guaranteed bet for you all. <laughs> <laughs> 
That is completely untrue, Lachlan. Well, yeah, I, I'm yeah. playing with the subtext yeah. there, but that's what you no, meant. It's, it's, well, it's only untrue insofar as directly after I deposited the money, he said, oh, you know what? <laughs> I'm not too sure about this. But there was a good one-hour period where, where it was certain. Yeah. Charles, could you tell uh, everyone what no. you said was guaranteed no. information for us all? No, it was just that there were rumours... Guaranteed room. Circling around <laughs> on Thursday night, Friday morning, that, you know, the, the war in Ukraine had just ramped up. It was all very hot. And that, that Scott Morrison would use the opportunity to call a snap election mm. and focus the election on national security. And what it would have meant is that, you know, if he'd called it by Monday, which is was the uh, 28th of February, he could have had the election on the 2nd of April and had the whole election while the whole world was focused somewhere else mm. on the Ukraine and sort of tout his uh, national security credentials. So it was... it was, And it was a rumour that sort of was going around the political classes. I'd had several conversations So it wasn't, it wasn't just me who yeah. was but telling I you also, guys it's bad. <laughs> but I also did actually have the discussion. I'm sure I said to you... Or maybe I didn't say to you. But, ah. I, but I, I, I would have said to you if you'd asked that, you know, all the people I talk to have no idea. There's no, there's no, I don't have anyone well, in I think, I think I think it's, it's important that they did have no idea because for any governing bodies listening, it was not insider trading because yeah. we had yeah, no yeah, idea. Yes. Anyway, so, but you immediately, uh, and I would say no, no, suspiciously no. fast, Lachlan, then looked it up on Sportsbed or one of those ones. So, Charles, you had said... I bet any money that he calls it on Monday. <laughs> any money. Did I say You that? said that. Oh, you said fuck. I'd bet any money. And so I thought, well, how much money is there in it for us? Yeah. And I had a look on Sportsbet. Yes. The odds for a May election yeah. were $1.02, <laughs> which <laughs> is that, as that, low as it can get. That is now a good bet. Like that, <laughs> is, that is a guaranteed bet. Yeah. <laughs> the odds for a calling an April election... Yeah were twelve dollar odds. Yeah. So say if Which is good odds. Mm-hmm. Like if he did, that is good odds. Do you not understand gambling? Do you know why they were twelve dollars? <laughs> because, <laughs> because it was, it was extremely unlikely. <laughs> well there was a, just, there was probably one in a hundred chance that that he would call an April election. So I reckon I, twelve also, to one is pretty good. I'm just really so, good I'm odds. just sorry that I wasn't in on Friday because I've known Charles since we were both teenagers. <laughs> and the word guarantee in Charles' birth by Cambly means something quite different. We've all been through this cycle where Charles had <laughs> straight from the horse's mouth insider information. It used to come from Sam Dastiari, um, especially after a Thursday night when the you know it's been a late night at the pub. Mm. Charles has very intense theories, and to be fair, one of them lasts long enough to become the chaser. Yeah, <laughs> but true. yeah, you don't. I mean, we we all remember our first bet on something that Charles thought was. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Don't do another so one. So you all went round the office, didn't you, and asked people for bets? We oh, all yeah. put in Alexa. Mm. Do we tell? Well, like, we how all, much? Yeah, how much? Well, I put in more than I intended, right? Well, no, I wanted to put in. I wanted to put in a hundred bucks, right? What? I put a hundred dollars on it, but. Sports bet is, I guess, on top of it, and they they didn't let us bet more than fifty. 
So now I've got $50 just hung up in sports bet. Now I have to develop a gambling addiction because I have to use the rest of this money. They won't let me take it out. Oh, I see. So, so you put you put $100 onto yeah. sports bet, but then you could only bet 50 yeah. on And the And the worst part is we can't withdraw because I yeah. made the exact same mistake. <laughs> and I didn't listen to him. He told me, don't do that. You can't do it. And I was like, I'm sure I can. So we've both put on $50 yeah, for, right. for this April election, yeah. hoping we'd well, get a $600 payout today. Uh, it, it's, it's fine. I can get you your money back right now. I can get. Oh. I can fix this. This You've got a bet. Charles, <laughs> who is going to win the 2022 Australian federal election? Oh, look, I think I actually think Morrison will probably win. That okay, both of you mate. put all your money on Labor. It's done. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say the odds for Greens are way better. A hundred dollars. No, no, but the, the funny thing is, so maybe you were onto something anyway because when you started betting, the odds were twelve to one. Yeah. But by the time I got to it, and I must say I didn't actually, I, I couldn't work out how to log in, so I never actually put any money on it. How but convenient. by the time I got there, the odds were 10 to 1, mm. which suggests there's some smart money going on an April election. Or that, or that no one's betting apart from that your three <laughs> workers. Well, yeah. no, this is my, this is my the theory. theory you were enough to move the market. So you moved the market. No, this is my theory, Alexa. He's conned us. Oh. Because, as I said before, the odds for an a, a May election... Were one dollar and two cents. They're now a dollar and ten cents. Oh, Charles wow. never placed a bet. The interns all put fifty dollars on each. So this manipulative mastermind <laughs> has got about to put the odds on the May election to increase his own odds. That is a great oh. idea. I'm going to put ten thousand dollars on that immediately. <laughs> our gears from Road Microphones. We're part of the Acast Credit Network, and our gambling habits are brought to you by Charles. Yeah. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.